the further along in the ladder with physicians, surgeons, they have less time that they're in a position where it makes more sense to trade their time for money. For those people, the opportunity to passively invest in these syndications is huge because now they're making money in their sleep. Welcome to Surgeon Syndicate. If you're paying attention, you know that you only make money when you work. It might be great money, but it's dependent on you. The information on this podcast will help you solve that. We interview experts and provide analysis into financial freedom through commercial real estate. Why? To help physicians like you thrive. Let's dive in. Welcome to Surgeon Syndicate. This is your host, Dr. Mike McManus, and I am here today with Savannah Arroyo. Today, we're branching outside of the doctor world. Savannah is a nurse and has a whole social media presence a big real estate background and has helped bring other people into this world of real estate. So Savannah, welcome to the show. Hi. Yeah. Thanks. I'm super stoked to be here. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. Give us an introduction. Yeah, definitely. So I really knew early on, I wanted to go into nursing. It was a big calling for me. And so right out of high school, I was pursuing my nursing degree, graduated 2013, worked in a couple of different specialties and really was gravitating towards process improvement, operations, leadership roles. So I went back to school. I got my master's degree in nursing leadership and administration, had my eyes set on becoming a CNO, chief nursing officer of a healthcare organization one day, um, and was making that happen. And beginning of 2020, after having my second daughter, priorities started shifting a bit, wanted more freedom in my life, more time with my children and started looking for alternative ways to build wealth. I was very much dependent on my W-2 income at that point, had to go back to work, handing over my baby at three months old, both of them. And it was really hard to see that without my W-2, I wouldn't be bringing in income. And so looking for ways to offset that, stumbled upon real estate investing for obvious reasons. It's one of the best ways out there to grow wealth. Started in single family homes and then started sharing this real estate investing opportunities with other healthcare professionals. And so now I do real estate syndications and I partner with other healthcare professionals on multifamily real estate deals. That is awesome. So you have a huge presence out there. I was watching one of your YouTube episodes recently, and this should all be in the show notes. So Maybe this is a generational difference that with all the different ways you've used social media to get the message out there. Yeah. So for me, when I started off in syndications and raising capital, my internal network, my friends and family around, they didn't have money to invest in syndications. And so for me, it was how can I raise capital? How can I share this information with as many healthcare professionals as possible? And social media is a huge opportunity to do that. So for me, I became very focused on sharing my story. Building trust with investors is big as you set out to raise capital. And I just wanted to go out there and share with healthcare professionals that there was alternative ways to build wealth. A lot of healthcare professionals think that the only way to build wealth is by sacrificing their physical health and their mental health to work double time in the hospital to pick up an extra shift. And so once I discovered that there was ways you could build wealth or earn mailbox money through real estate syndications, I became super motivated to share that with other healthcare professionals. And social media really gives you a voice and an outlet unlike anything else. 
So were you really active on social media before that? Or was this kind of building a whole new thing? I was not. And honestly, I am a very private person or always had been up until this point. And so getting to the point where I was doing dances on video and having my face pop up as the net worth nurse and a picture of me in scrubs like that was cringy for me in the beginning. <laughs> it was very outside of my comfort zone. But for me, even when I look at brands or companies to invest in, like I like to see and know who I'm investing with. And so for me to go out and share this information with other healthcare professionals, they want an inside look into my life as how I am as a mom, how I am as a wife and a real estate investor and as a nurse. And so the whole goal for my social media accounts has been giving people an inside look into my life. That's awesome. So I took that look when we booked on the show. I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff. Let's go see if I can, you know, learn a little bit more ahead of time. So I found it was a YouTube video of an investor group you had put together. Tell me a little bit more about that. That seems like a really cool way to bring people together and work as a team. Yeah. So building community has been huge, especially dealing with healthcare professionals who are constantly looking for referrals and references. So early on, as I started sharing more information about investing in real estate, I started a Facebook community. So it's healthcare professionals investing in real estate. It's a Facebook group. And on there, at one point, we're doing weekly meetups. Now we do monthly meetups where we bring in different experts. We do deal deep dives. We do different resources, whether it's CPAs, lenders, realtors, different strategies, midterm rentals, short-term rentals. We talk about syndication. So a lot of different things, real estate investing. So we do the Facebook group. I also make it a point myself to dive into other communities because I'm constantly learning from other people too. And so that was a big hurdle that I had to kind of overcome coming into the space. I'm very much an introvert and kind of like working on my own. And real estate is very much a team sport. And there's a lot of different ways that you can partner with people and leverage different relationships to go out and buy real estate investments with bigger rewards and less risk. When you built that community, was this something you built yourself or did it kind of start to form organically? So something that I was really motivated to go out there and start putting together in a sense that I wanted to connect with other healthcare professionals that were interested in what I was interested in and willing to share information and in kind of an open I'm learning type setting. Um, it can be intimidating as a new investor coming into the space and looking at these gurus or coaching programs and everyone's telling you there's a different best strategy in real estate investing. And it can be very hard to discern who to trust. So for me, it was very much about creating a safe space, a community where healthcare professionals could come together and share what we were seeing, what we were doing, what's working with us. There's a lot of people that are very transparent with their numbers, and that can be a taboo for most people is being very open and honest about sales prices and returns that you're getting and the numbers. And so being able to talk about that in an open setting has been big too. When you do these meetups online and you bring in these experts and people to talk, are you organizing all of that or does the group kind of work together to help bring people together for the group? Yeah. So I started the group with a respiratory therapist. His name is Alex Sabio. He's down in Los Angeles, California. 
he is super big in short-term rentals and now he's into hotel conversions. And then I was really big on multifamily real estate. And so we kind of merged together our specialties. And so we both worked together to facilitate the group in terms of getting the guests on there, organizing the meetups. We just do a little bit of marketing. We have some emails that we drip out and then send out the recording and that type of stuff. So him and I have been growing the group over the last couple of years. And now we're at a point where we're integrating VAs, virtual assistants into our workload. And so they're helping with some of that stuff too. Have you been doing deals together out of the group? Personally, we have not. We've talked about doing a couple before and we love swapping stories because we're always doing different things. And so it's kind of cool to hear another perspective of like what struggles he's facing and a different asset class and what type of returns versus what I'm seeing with my investments. Okay. Has anybody else in the group gotten together and done deals? Oh, yes. Yes. Lots. Uh huh. There's a lot of exchanging of information. People bring deals to the group. There's a little bit of wholesaling going on. I think there's, yeah, I mean, it's just an open forum, right? Bulletin board where people are going on there and coming together in different senses. Yeah, I guess because it's something I've thought about. And especially as I talk to some other people, I think people get nervous early on, especially when you look at deals and there's minimum investments. And sometimes that minimum investment can be $20,000 or $50,000 or $100,000. And when people are getting started and you don't know as many people that you might invest with, that's a lot of money. And I guess I'd had this thought where I was wondering if people built a group together where people would invest together and could meet some of those minimums as a group without each person taking as big of a risk as a chance to kind of dip their toe in the water and see how things are going. And so nothing like that coming out of the group. Yeah, I've been a part of some other groups that do similar things too on different platforms and hosted different ways. Facebook's one that's huge, but I've seen like circle platforms, some really cool groups, people organizing deals like that, like a think tank type thing. Okay. So how about within the hospital or within your local medical community? I keep thinking about this as I as this thing is growing for me, that part of my network as doctors have higher incomes and more money to invest and other people, the nurses and the scrub techs I work with who have different amounts of money, but are still interested. Have you done anything to help, I don't know, bring groups together so they can work together to step into this arena? So to speak to that, yes, that's why we still do 506B offerings for our investments, which are open to unaccredited investors. So for some of these real estate syndication deals, they will be filed in a 506B offering open to unaccredited investors, meaning that you have to have a pre-existing relationship with the group sponsors in some sense. The 506C offerings opening to accredited investors, but this criteria is set in place by meeting a couple thresholds. So over a million dollars net worth liquidity or making over $200,000 a year salary or 300 when combined with a spouse. And so those are determinants of an accredited investor. And so you said a lot of nurses are unaccredited. And when my husband and I first started investing in real estate, we were unaccredited too. And so it's super important for us to continue to keep these investments open to healthcare professionals who are unaccredited 
who are wanting to jump in these deals, but now are kind of blocked from doing it with the 506C offerings. Okay. And this is one I would love to have on a guest who's an expert on it. So if you're the expert, I will have accomplished that. But I saw something recently, there's a way to be accredited non-financially that you was either a real estate test or a some sort of an uh, investment broker type of test that sounded like it was pretty easy. You, you pay a couple hundred bucks to take the test, probably takes 20 hours of studying max. It's basically a pathway that most people use if they're moving into professional investment management. But you can take this intro test and now with that certificate, you can be an accredited investor. So if you haven't heard of that, sometime I need an expert to come on the show and talk about that. So if anybody's listening who's not accredited, there are some pathways like a lot of things in life to work your way into things that aren't set up that may appear difficult at first. Yeah, exactly. And it's really networking and talking to the people in the community of how to overcome those, that's where you find out the answers. When you're looking at the medical community, have you found more interest out of some of the different groups? When I started the show, most of the interest I've gotten has been from mid-levels, from nurse practitioners and PAs and CRNAs, but also from nurses and some from doctors. Do you see different levels of interest with some of the different community you work with? Oh, definitely. I have worked with a lot of different investors and it really comes down to motivation and what they're looking for in terms of their goals. So I have physicians who have possibly invested in my deal who own their own short-term rentals as well. And they're running those and kind of scaling a small portfolio of short-term rentals, but still investing passively in these syndications to diversify their real estate portfolio. Same with nurses as well, mid-level clinicians. Yes, I find that the further along in the ladder, I would say with physicians, surgeons, mid-level would be they have less time, most of the time that they're in a position where it makes more sense to trade their time for money because they can earn such a higher income by doing that. And so for those people, the opportunity to passively invest in these syndications is huge because now they're making money in their sleep. So yeah, it's interests all over the healthcare community, which is what I love. All right. So you also have a new startup called Invest Health. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So this really stemmed out of going out and building my real estate investment company, Willow Investment Group, and having so many conversations with healthcare professionals who really didn't have basic financial literacy. They didn't have a grasp on what steps needed to be taken to buy their first home, like what credit scores look like and credit card debt does for their lives, like how to get out of debt and save for retirement, what that looks like. So for me, it was taking 10 steps back and really becoming very focused on financial wellness and a financial foundation. And especially throughout the COVID pandemic, you've seen a huge stress and emphasis on mental health and mental wellness. And financial health is a huge component of that. I mean, the majority of people's biggest stressors stem from money. They stem from some sort of financial component. And so we truly feel like 
getting the information of basic financial literacy to healthcare professionals. I mean, really everyone earlier, but we were really focused on the healthcare community. And so we have a financial wellness product. It's targeted specifically for healthcare professionals and their specific needs. And we're targeting healthcare organizations to incorporate our product as a value-add benefit feature. Also nursing schools, medical schools, uh, universities in a sense, and then also travel agencies. So there's a lot of travel agencies that employ medical professionals and don't help them with finances. And so these healthcare workers are making really good money and living paycheck to paycheck because they have no idea what they're doing with it. And so we're really looking to come in and bridge that gap. Okay. So is this an investing platform, educational platform, both? An educational platform. So think of financial wellness in a component of there's videos, there's courses, there's a report card, you can go and take an assessment, it ranks you shows you where you're at on a financial wellness score, and then next steps. So actionable items of what you can do to take more ownership of your financial future. That's awesome. An interesting thing, I think, for a lot of docs, because you spend all this time being the smart kid, you were good at school and college, so you got into med school and all this time being good at school. And then you're this expert in your little microcosm. And then something comes along and you're like, oh man, I don't know anything about this. And you feel dumb. And most doctors don't like to feel dumb. Um, and so then you push it back and it's like, oh, I just don't even want to look at this right now because it's overwhelming. So it's great to have these resources that you can go and kind of start that journey. Absolutely. So back to your building your investment group and your online community, if somebody were out there listening and they said, wow, that would be great to get some of my friends together and with the social media things that are available, what would you recommend to them to like maybe build their own group to learn together and possibly invest together? Yeah, building a brand is so important in a sense that it opens up so many more opportunities. So because I've built a platform where I can go and share my story and what I'm doing now, because I'm constantly talking about what I'm doing, for instance, my startup, I'm now attracting people to myself who have heard me talk about it or see what I'm doing, who are interested. And it creates now so much more influx for me in terms of business opportunities and growth. So that alone has presented itself so much value in creating a brand that I never thought about in the beginning. For me, it was always, how can I reach more healthcare professionals? How can I get a bigger microphone to share these investment opportunities with as many people as possible? And I didn't even realize the amount of influx that would come in. So that's been really amazing. But in terms of like how to do that, for me, it's very personal and you create a niche and talk to people, know your customer, know their pain points, know what they're dealing with. Why I speak so well to healthcare professionals is I know what it's like to work extra over shifts and double time to make more money. I know what that grind is like. And so I can speak to it. And with that, I'm able to build trust a lot quicker. And so it just gives you the opportunity to do that a little bit easier. When you first started, did you find of your peers, other nurses that were like, hey, I like this too. 
I want to learn about it? Or was it kind of further more of a solo journey before you started bringing other people in? Me, I'm always about collaboration in a sense of if you're interested in joining forces to share the same mission, like let's do it. Tides rise all boats. So for me, I've always been, if I've seen other healthcare professionals who are out there blasting content on financial wellness for nurses, I'm sliding into their DMs like, hey, let's hop on a call. Let's see how we can collaborate. Let's just swap stories, see what we're doing. If there's anything that we can join forces, if we can share resources together. So I've connected with a lot of healthcare professionals in the space from that mindset. I mean, definitely coming into it, there's people that are more competitive than wanting collaborative, right? And so it's just approaching different personalities. But social media makes it a lot easier to connect with those people than it is now going into the hospital and trying to find nurses who are as on fire about what I'm doing. I won't find as much, but online, I can find many. Okay. That's an interesting when you talk about being on fire with the two, because when you start putting yourself out there, you have some people who are like, they come along and they're like, yeah, this is awesome. Tell me more about it. And other people kind of give you the side eye and, you know, they're like, what's this thing you're doing? <laughs> and, and it's just part of the deal. I think with anything we do at all, you get different reactions from people and I was really nervous about that in the beginning. Like, uh, like you said, you're really private. I'm like, nobody else needs to know about this. But as I started seeing that my path moved forward faster, the more I talked about it, because then other people who wanted to be involved would join in and then it started picking up steam and it was kind of an awesome thing. Yeah, it's so great to see. I mean, same thing. I started approaching friends and family to begin with, right? And I think one of my aunts was like, is this a pyramid scheme? And even my grandparents was like, mm, this is something I'll never invest in. And four deals later, you know, two years, now my grandparents jumped in my fourth syndication deal. And we're like, hey, you know, we've seen what you've been doing the last couple of years. We want to join in and jump in. And so, yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit more time. But I think the hesitance that we have to share this opportunity comes from fear of what other people might think. But when I switched my mindset of when I'm going out on sharing on social media, now I'm educating people or showing them this opportunity that they might otherwise never hear of. Uh, like there are so many healthcare professionals, nurses that come to me and they're like, what is a real estate syndication? Like, tell me more. And I'm educating them for the very first time. And it just really opens their eyes. And like you said, fast tracks their growth. And so understanding like the impact you're making in those lives is me the motivation to record that reel that I don't want to do and to hop on that webinar and do all the things. That's awesome. So I'm going to wrap up this part of the show here because we're running out of time, but I want to continue this conversation about how we benefit ourselves and others by bringing them in and letting us grow together. So Thank you so much for being on the show and join us for the second part of this conversation. This has been an episode of Surgeon Syndicate. If you found value in this episode, you know other surgeons are hungry to become job optional. You can help them by sharing this content today. I also want to serve you better, so I want to offer you two things. Number one, I'll be able to give you the content in an even better way if you can take a moment and leave an honest review of the show explaining what you like and what you don't. And number two, 
If you are a surgeon and serious about this, you don't want to do this on your own because you don't want to make mistakes with your money. I'd be happy to help. Schedule a call. We can make a plan. Looking forward to having you with me on the next episode.